Welcome to episode 30 in the Lives of the Saints second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Clement of Rome, whose feast day is November 23rd. The musical theme for the second series is Horatio Nelson's hymn, From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D., played to the tune Aurelia. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords.com, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. The hymn, with its unique second verse honoring the 18 saints with feast days in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, is hymn number 126 in the AIC bookstore publication, The St. Chrysostom Hymnal. St. Clement of Rome was born at Rome around 35 A.D. with the Latin name Clemens Romanus. Little is known about St. Clement's background, youth, or education. According to Roman Catholic tradition, he was ordained into the priesthood by and was one of two men consecrated as Bishop of Rome by St. Peter. St. Clement is venerated in the Roman Church tradition equally with Leo the Great, who is the subject of episode 29 in this series, and considered one of the greatest of the early popes. His reign traditionally is dated between 88 A.D. and 99 A.D. The illustration is a 19th century stained glass window of St. Clement, shown on the left, and St. Leo the Great, shown on the right, at Visirad Castle, or Upper or High Castle in Prague, the Czech Republic. Tertullian of Carthage, writing just after the start of the 3rd century, said that uh, Clement was the immediate successor to St. Peter. The mid to late 2nd century Saint Irenaeus of Lyon more or less agreed. In the Roman Catholic reference books on popes, a book on the popes, Liber Pontificalis, first published in the 3rd century with revisions in the 6th through the 9th centuries and then again in the 15th and 16th centuries, places Clement as the successor to Peter. Other sources put two or three other men between St. Peter and St. Clement. The difference in the lists is often explained by noting that Linus and Cletus, two of those in the middle, both mentioned by St. Irenaeus, were bishops appointed by St. Paul, but their duties were to administer services, whereas St. Clement had charge of the church as a body. Irenaeus noted that writers of the early years of the church regarded Clement as the second pope. Early church writers believe he was the man St. Peter referred to in Philippians 4.3 as a, quote, fellow worker, unquote, in Christ, presumably at Rome. Some early church writers in the East assumed he was a freedman, with some suggesting that he may have been a member of Nero's household staff. The illustration is an engraving from French historian and diplomat Alexis Francois Artaud de Montour's 
Life and Times of the Popes, here using an English-language edition published at New York in 1842 A.D. St. Clement's memory is preserved in, the, in history in his epistle of St. Clement to the Corinthians, written around 96 A.D. The great early church historian Eusebius, writing in the 4th century, noted that the epistle of Clement's to Clement to the Corinthians had been read in many churches in the first century and was still being read in his own lifetime. The Alexandrian Codex, which dates to the fifth century and one of the oldest collections of gospels and epistles, places St. Clement's epistle as a canonical book. The authenticity of the Epistle of Clement was greatly aided in 1875 A.D. when Greek Orthodox Archbishop Byrenius revealed an ancient manuscript found in the, in the library at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in the Fanar district of Constantinople, now Istanbul. This library is part of the headquarters of the ec Ecumenical Patriarchate of the Eastern Orthodox Churches. Two other epistles previously claimed as the work of Clement have since been proven to be the work of others or not genuine. But St. Clement's letter not only proves his own existence, it also shares with the Gospel of St. Luke and Acts of the Apostles as independent verification of the actual existence of St. Paul, whose identity has been questioned since he is not mentioned in early Roman records. St. Clement's letter is, was composed during a period of great persecution of the Roman church and of turmoil among the Christians at Corinth after the death of St. Paul, who had founded that congregation in the latter days of his second missionary journey when he was accompanied by Silas between the years 49 A.D. and 52 A.D. His book is so little known in the Western church today that it seems appropriate in this series to reintroduce his actual words to a modern generation of listeners and readers. The epistle opens with an apostolic greeting in the unique style that was created by St. Paul. The Church of God which sojourns at Rome, to the Church of God sojourning at Corinth, to them that are called and sanctified by the will of God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace from Almighty God, through Jesus Christ be multiplied. He uses two words typical of both Hebrew Old Testament and New Testament authors, sojourn and sojourners. A sojourner is one who lives in a land or place not his own. An Old Testament example is Abraham and his family and the Hebrew nation living in Egypt. In traditional Christian teaching, Christians are sojourners in the modern world. Clement offered good counsel to the Corinthians, anticipating by two centuries the advice of St. John Chrysostom, then Bishop of Antioch, in his own commentary on St. Paul's epistle to the Corinthians. On the subject of disagreement among church leaders, St. Chrysostom cautioned that, quote, it gains us nothing if all men approve and the Lord be offended.
The illustration is a detail I extracted with minor perspective correction from the 6th century Byzantine mosaic in the form of a frieze at the Basilica of St. Apollinaire in Ravenna, Italy. In the full version, the martyrs of the church are shown casting their crowns toward the throne of Christ. St. Clement is second in line after St. Martin and to the left of St. John Cassian and St. Cyprian of Carthage. St. Apollinaire was the first bishop of Ravenna. Here is St. Clement's advice. Offend those men who are foolish and inconsiderate and lifted up and who glory in the pride of their speech than offend God. Let us reverence the Lord Jesus Christ whose blood was given for us. Let us esteem those who have the rule over us. Let us honor the aged among us. Let us train up the young men in the fear of God. Let us direct our wives to that which is good. Later, St. Clement offers assurance expressed in the apostolic context of salvation and the promise of life in the kingdom of the Father based upon the gifts of God which are the source of the Christian virtues. His advice remains just as valid today, if not more so, given the anti-Christian, anti-religious temper of the secular world in the second decade of the 21st century. How blessed and wonderful, beloved, are the gifts of God, life in immortality, splendor in righteousness, truth in perfect confidence, faith in assurance, self-control in holiness. And finally, his closing prayer, which is included in the AIC bookstore publication, Prayers in the Christian Tradition, which is available in paperback and Kindle editions through our two virtual bookstore links at the bottom of the homepage at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. May God, who seeth all things, and who is the ruler of all spirits and the Lord of all flesh, who chose our Lord Jesus Christ and us through him to be a peculiar people, grant to every soul that calleth upon his glorious and holy name faith, fear, peace, patience, long-suffering, self-control, purity, and sobriety to the well-pleasing of his name through our high priest and protector Jesus Christ by by whom be to him glory and majesty and power and honor, now and forevermore. Amen. According to Roman tradition, developed at least as early as the 4th century, St. Clement of Rome was imprisoned away from the imperial capital during the reign of the emperor Trajan and died a martyr's death in 99 A.D. Off the course of Chersonesus, Tarica, in the Roman Bosporan Kingdom, which is now part of the far southern tip of Crimea, he was tied to an anchor and tossed overboard. Commemorations of the life of St. Clement of Rome take many forms. He is honored in the Roman Catholic tradition as the successor to St. Peter as Bishop of Rome. The Western Church Holy Communion liturgy still in use today in most denominations, including traditional Anglicans using the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, is called the Clementine Liturgy and is one of the oldest liturgies in the church.
In some traditions, it is also referred to as the Pauline Rite. The remains of St. Clement of Rome were returned to Rome in 868 A.D. by St. Cyril and St. Methodius, who delivered the remains to Pope Adrian II. These remains were installed in the lower level of a new basilica of St. Clement on Lateran Hill in Rome in the 11th century, where the ceremony in 868 A.D. is depicted in a fresco, a detail of which is seen in the illustration. The full fresco at San Clemente shows an elaborate procession with banners and crosses and bishop's staffs to the papal throne shown at right. The Basilica of San Clement, officially Basilica San Clemente a Laterano, is thought to have been built on the foundation of a chapel constructed in the first half of the 4th century during the reign of the Emperor Constantine. The Church of St. Clement in Moscow, built in the mid-19th century, is one of only two Russian Orthodox churches in Moscow named after a Western church pope, other, of course, than St. Paul. St. Clement is the patron saint of mariners and is often shown with an anchor. Events and saints mentioned in this episode are also featured in other episodes in this series. St. Cyril and St. Methodius, whose feast day is July 11th, are celebrated in episode 18. St. Leo the Great, whose feast day is November 10th, is celebrated in episode 29. St. Paul, whose feast day is January 25th, is celebrated in episode 5 in the first series. Video versions are linked from the digital library page at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net where the podcast versions are linked from the podcast archive page. The collect for the Feast of St. Clement of Rome is from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. O God, who hast enlightened thy church by the teaching of thy servant Clement, enrich us evermore, we beseech thee, with thy heavenly grace, and raise up faithful witnesses who by their life and doctrine will set forth the truth of thy salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 30 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 31, I celebrate the life of St. Catherine of Alexandria, whose feast day is November 25th. Episodes of all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel, the full URL address being https colon slash slash www.youtube.com right slash c slash St. John C. with St. spelled out and through our website www.anglicaninternetchurch.net where the digital library page offers links to our unique Christian education videos, including the Lord's Prayer, the Nicene Creed, the War on Christianity, and both series in the Lives of the Saints, our seasonal video series, including the Great O Antiphons, with one episode each for the seven days leading up to Christmas Eve, Lessons and Carols for Christmas Eve, and the Twelve Days of Christmas, the latter of which has one theme episode each, for the 12 days from Christmas Day to Epiphany Eve. 
The Bible Study page offers links to our Bible Study video series, New Testament Gospels, and Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. The Podcast Homilies page offers links to our extensive archive of about 600 MP3 podcast homilies on the readings from the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The Podcast Archive page offers links to the podcast versions of all our video series. At the bottom of the home page, there are two virtual bookstore links. The first takes you to our paperback catalog, which has further links to our paperback e-store at createspace.com, our printer. The other link takes you to my Amazon author page, where you can order both paperback and Kindle editions where they are available. Purchase of these books helps fund this internet ministry, with 100% of all book royalties contributed to the AIC. Finally, there is Father Ron's blog at the bottom and the top of all site pages. I use the blog to post news about the latest videos and podcasts. If you click on the subscribe button at the blog page, you will automatically receive electronic notice from our site host, wordpress.com, of each new blog posting. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. I invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.